Hi, and welcome to another episode of Raising His Kids, a podcast for stepmoms. We're your hosts. I'm Lauren, a child-free stepmom of one, hoping for an hour's baby soon. And I'm Tony, a bio mom of two and a stepmom of two. We are two stepmoms who, although we live at opposite ends of the world, quickly bonded over how we all deal with the same Karen as we navigate our lives raising his kids. Welcome back to another episode of RHK. It's Tony and Madison coming live from our bedrooms and we are just winging it today. We will give you a Mother's Day catch up on how Mother's Day went for us and we'll go over a few things that have slid into our DMs lately. How you going, Madison? I'm so good. I can't wait for this episode. It's so exciting. There's so much happening. So how was your Mother's Day? What did you end up doing? Because it looks like you went out for the day. We did. So we Cameron took me to lunch and we walked downtown. Then we came home and took a nap together and watched a movie. And so he didn't end up playing golf? He got me a very nice card. No, he played golf. He did. He came back after. Oh, okay. So he did and it early did in the morning and then did that. Yeah. Super. Yeah. He left like before I woke up. Um, and then I like, cleaned the house while he was gone. So that was nice to get that done. That's but lovely. I know that you had to ask really him to nice get the day. card, but he got the card. It means he heard he you. He got the card. Yeah. He, he heard you. And oh. it made me cry. I said, literally, this is all I wanted. It feels like like this means so much to me. I know it's just a card, but. It's like little Jay's gift meant more to me than the gifts from my bio kids. And don't get me wrong. The bio kid gifts were great because Big K had asked me what I really wanted. And I'm like, well, mom loves coffee and wine. And he got me the coffee cup. Yeah. And so, so cute. But why little Jay's meant so much was because he'd made a card and a, a tie dye rose for his mom. And I knew that. And I asked him if he wanted to spray it with some perfume to make it smell really nice, which really funny. He picked out my favorite perfume (laughs) to spray (laughs) on it. Um, And we did that. And then when he came home on Sunday and he gave me the same card, same rose, but different, it just, it made me cry because I'm like, he had to ask his teacher if he could make two. Right. Which to me means like, that's the effort like he actually wanted to make me a card he actually wanted to make me a rose Mm -hmm. that's what like it just made me a warm and fuzzy considering I've been spending all this time thinking that he hates me right no this is a a beautiful turning point moment to Mm. kind of bring it back to center of the love that is actually there and it can get lost and fuzzy it can during daily life and just the stuff that happens it absolutely can. So we've caught up on Mother's Day. What other stuff do we want to catch up on with our listeners? Although I might say something more like concise about Mother's Day real quick. Mm-hmm. So since the boys weren't with us for Mother's Day, we kind of split the day up. And my husband and I ended up going to lunch and walking around downtown where we live, which was so nice. It was beautiful and sunny outside. And we held hands and just like spent time together. It was so nice. And we stopped then at this little teeny tiny hole in the wall coffee shop that we'd never been to. And it was so pretty inside. It was just perfect. It was a perfect little date day to just be without Mm -hmm. it being about Mother's Day. Like I felt recognized more as like a human. We did all of the things I love Mm -hmm. as we should on Mother's Day anyway. But we just so we took some pressure off there. Uh, My husband got me a beautiful card after... I reminded him that I wanted one. <laughs> Sometimes we and, have to remind them. And he he 
thought where he was sitting, the boys weren't with us. So Mother's Day wasn't as much of a thing. Right. He didn't realize how much it was to me just as a day, as a woman, as a parent. Yeah. And once we once we got back on the same page with a couple of tears and a long conversation, uh, he went out before he got home on Sunday from golf and had got me a beautiful card. It has an elephant on the front, like a little mm. paper paper crafted elephant. And he wrote at the top, elephants never forget. And I shouldn't have forgot. That's beautiful. And then then he wrote a message about just what I bring to the boy's life and his life. And it was, I made me cry. So this is this little piece of paper means so much to me. It's just this mark Mm -hmm. of recognition that I needed. Mm -hmm. So that was lovely. Although then I, of course, the boys were on my mind all day. And I just kind of kept bringing it back to like, this is just another day. They'll be home soon. I am a parent. I am loved. I am worthy. All of those things that we can kind of forget when we spiral. Yeah. And then on our way back home from lunch, um, I saw on my husband's car display that bio mom had texted him. And I was like, mm. oh my gosh, it's her asking if Max can call me, right? Mm. It was not. <laughs> that that would it hurt. Was her. Uh, yep, it was not that. Uh, it was a picture of Max's foot because he has athlete's foot. And I was like, Ew. oh, okay. And this yeah. is like the opposite of Happy Mother's Day. Like it was so gross and opposite spectrum that it like made me not hurt that he wasn't calling me. Yeah. And at least it wasn't some other like baby mama drama. It was literally the kids oh, got thank God. grotty feet. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so gross. Can't Can't wait to deal with that when they come home. But no, good Mother's Day. That's good. It was actually better than last Mother's Day when they were home. So because it took that pressure off because yeah. they, Max is 10 and his feelings are changing and he's dealing with a lot more, I think, bio mom guilt of like choosing a side currently. Mm-hmm. And it's a season that we're in. And I would have been walking on eggshells to not project any of my own feelings had he been home. Right. And it's sort of like how I messaged you and Lauren and I'm like, do I feel empathy or do I love, I don't know how I feel about this. When I asked Big K if he wanted to message Karen 2.0 and wish her a happy Mother's Day too. And Mm -hmm. straight out without thought, nope, she's not my mother. Yep. And then you just have to honor that because it's such a straight answer. It is. And- I didn't know how to react in the moment. Like I was trying to encourage him to message her and go, you know, she's your stepmother. But at the same time, I don't want to put all this pressure on him to where he feels he has to do it. It's the same as my older boys when I said to my husband, I want to feel loved and I want to feel appreciated by them on Mother's Day. But if they don't want to do that, then that's okay. Mm -hmm. I don't want them to feel forced to have to love on me. But then I'm like, is Big K acting like this because he thinks that's what I want. And that's, I guess, why I was kind of overcompensating going, you know, she's your stepmother, you know, she's an important person in your life. She's the mother of your brother. And he still flat out went, nope. And I'm like, okay, this is obviously just a reflection of their relationship. Right. But considering the segues to our next topic of where, Apparently, yes. I'm a stepmom hater, which is not the case at all, because there is a part of me, although I do not get along with Karen 
There's a part of me that loves her because I know she keeps my son safe. Yep. The same as you loving Bio Mom. There's a part of me that loves Karen too. I love Karen and I love Karen 2.0 because they help keep my children safe. And and for me that like it has a lot to do with the children. Like my kids love her. Mm-hmm. And as their person, I'm going to love her too. Mm-hmm. It does not mean I have to like her. No, absolutely not. You can love someone without liking them. But it's helped my relationship with them to choose to love her. Yeah. Because then when they talk about her or talk about, oh, guess what we did last weekend or something, when they're discussing her, I can be as elated as they are because none of my own emotions are coming into it. Right. And I feel... Except for the fact that I choose to love her because you love her. And later I can roll my eyes or do something else, right? But in that moment, I'm just their cheerleader loving that person that they were they adore. Right. And it's also letting go of that unnecessary hate. You know, mm-hmm. you know that hate that every stepmom at some point, you cannot say that there's no hate at all because you come into this relationship with this other woman who's in your life and they're the mother of your children, of your husband's children, your partner's children, your boyfriend's children. At some point, you're going to hate her. There's going to be something that makes you hate her. But that choosing to love and choosing to move past the hate can be a, a pivotal moment. And completely for yourself that you can also choose to just sit in the hate you can and it's some of what we've seen that we're going to talk about next is being stuck there is not serving you it's not it doesn't feel good so why live there it doesn't and like we're dealing with some drama right now even right now we're dealing with a little bit of drama i'm choosing not to let any anger or emotion get in my way get in my way of parenting the boys, being their person. And I'm also not letting it ruin me. Biggest part. Because because that then affects how present you can be in any other area. Absolutely. Like I almost forgot to sign on to this call because I was like, wow, and went just doing life. <laughs> you know, can you imagine if I was doing life and living in the hate, living in the negative We would have canceled the episode because like at that point, you couldn't have mentally carried anymore if you were trying to get through your evening with the kids and be a human and carry this animosity at the same time. And I had a season of that. I had a season that was all hate. I think we all have. And we all have. And so I just want to normalize that too. Like we're not talking that you have to be rainbows and butterflies all the time. There was a period where my husband and I couldn't even talk about bio mom because we had so much drama going on. So much was affecting. It was during court times and there's going yes. to be times where it's harder. Yes. And when there's vitriol being emailed and, and slur, like just hate being brought into your world, that is when it's hardest because you have to reset when you want to be reactionary. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes you do have to live there and that's fine. Be present for that, but then let it go. Absolutely. Which that brings us to the messages that you and I got the other night. And if the listener is still listening, I'm just logging into our RHK Instagram account to find it. And it's funny that this post that we got the messages about 
was when you shared on the RHK Instagram, my post about choosing to love bio mom. Yes. And this was the message that we got about it. I thought it was a really good talking point. I thought we could get a lot of different opinions and we got a lot of negative, but a lot of our listeners were also very welcoming of us trying to help them see the positives. Or even just validating that thought and then moving on. Like we we kind of gifted them that as well. Like I, I see you, I have felt that, don't live there. Yeah. But then we had this one person who decided that they disagreed with what you had said, mm-hmm. which was when someone wrote, I hate that whore, LOL. And you said, homework from Madison, read the yoga sutras of what's Patanjali. Oh, and it's because I I didn't just like get hippy dippy on this lady. I looked at her page and she is a practitioner of yoga and was sharing things along that ilk already. So it was something I thought she could connect with. And I think that maybe this other person read way too much into that or thought I was getting too far regardless yeah because this wasn't for the person that commented was it no so this was just a random person who's commented on what you'd said to someone offering your advice which I thought was really good I didn't really understand it I'm a yoga novice I like to stretch my body and have a good time and do a little bit of meditation yeah and so the reason was that one of the a lot of the yoga sutras are like non-violence and non-stealing. And so I thought that could bring her peace, especially mm-hmm. if that's already something she's into. Regardless, this person was looking for a fight here because she commented and messaged us about multiple responses. She did. There was one or there was two she agreed with. Oh, wait, this that wasn't even the one that set her off. I've just gone back. The one that set her off was where someone had written, she is a horrible person and I'm sure my feelings will never change on that, unfortunately. So that person already has some doubt that they wish that their feelings could change because they wrote the word unfortunately. Right, because it doesn't feel good to have those feelings. And you had written, my hope for you is that they do change. She can be a horrible person in one area and still be a human traversing. Uh, right, like going through life. Okay, right. I got I got wordy there. <laughs> I'm not as intellectual as Madison. The world is, so, and still be a human traversing the world as best she can in another. Give yourself permission to not carry her baggage on your shoulders. And then this woman actually responded with, what the fuck? This page has turned from an understanding community into an inclusive no-hate haven, which ultimately enables the toxic behavior of high-conflict other parents while at the same time diminishes the experience of the abused who have to deal with those people daily. Which, hold up. That, I was just, oh. Tony was steaming. We were messaging in the background. It was late at night here, early morning there for you, And we're both messaging this woman at the same time. So then she's like, this is what makes this page even more fake, that you've got automated messages. We're not automated. There's three women that run this account. You can be talking to any one of us. And it, it didn't go well from here. My first response was, 
the comment I made here wasn't about making this a no hate haven, but was validating the feelings without needing to carry them. This page is much more about the mental health of a stepmom than a bashing zone for bio moms. Right. But then she seemed to twist your words and yeah. say the mental health of a stepmom mostly benefits when other people in similar situations share their similar experiences, not when someone tells them that they have to have pseudo love for a stranger who had abused their husband for 14 years and used his kids as a weapon against him, which isn't what we were doing. But also you can tell from needing to constantly bring back her and her husband's experience, that this is something that she just sits in bitterly on the daily. This is what she's hanging her stepmom life on. And we can share our experiences. You and I have done that. We've had Bex on this podcast and I've shared my experience with her. I've shared my experience with Lauren. We have shared our experience with other stepmoms, but we share our experience because we want to move past it. Right. We don't want to sit in this wallowing, self-pity, self-loathing, miserable time, like season of our life. Mm-hmm. I think something that ma- that matters to me a lot as a stepmom connecting with other stepmoms is there's usually something that has happened, whether it is a interaction in person, something that has happened to your husband, a message, an email, something your kids say it affects you negatively in some way, you can connect and really resonate with someone else over that feeling. Let it be a connection and then move on. Mm -hmm. We have never talked, we talk all the time on the podcast and personally as friends about things that happen and then we attack the feelings we have in that moment. Mm -hmm. I messaged Tony and Lauren over the weekend when I was upset about Mother's Day, and that was my data, right? That was the thing that was happening. I told you guys how I felt. You saw me, validated my feeling, and then we talked about something else. We did. It was not the hill I was going to die on that day. (laughs) And I also went to Batford Cameron in some ways and explaining that sometimes we need to explain things to our husbands because they men are not mind readers they're bloody useless and I wouldn't have gotten anything for Mother's Day if I didn't explicitly tell my husband that I wanted a gift from all four kids that I wanted to feel loved and appreciated from all four kids he wouldn't have done that it's the first time I ever received a gift from Miss K because in his mind she's three she's been two she's been one she's been a newborn she doesn't know what Mother's Day is why does she have to give you a gift Right. That was his train of thought. But then he saw how upset I was. And that's why I was validating Cameron, but not in a way to diminish your feelings, but to help you see it from his point of view of, okay, well, I hadn't actually told him. Right. And Well, I had, and that was part of the problem. We had had a conversation and he forgot we had that conversation, you know, as husbands are wont to do. Uh And once I reminded him, then he really felt bad. Mm -hmm. I remember you having a conversation before we recorded the Mother's Day episode and him asking you, should I be doing something? And you said, I'll get back to you. I didn't know that that was about it later. Oh, I see. I didn't know that you got back to him. So I was still thinking because I was pleasantly surprised that like it sparked uh, the RHK podcast sparked that conversation for Mm -hmm. us. But he we literally were talking about that as I walked upstairs to record the episode. 
So when I came back down and he asked how it went, I then told him like how our conversation went and that sparked then my conversation of being recognized. Right. And then he forgot. But we can we can but he's also a human. He is. And sometimes they need several reminders. Like I messaged my husband almost every day for a month with gift ideas. Mm-hmm. And if I wasn't doing that, he would have forgotten. Right. Like he's busy. He's focused on work and I'm coming at him with kid drama and his ex is coming at him with kid drama and then he's dealing with my baby daddy issues. He'll forget stuff. I got to give him grace. These bio dads have it hard. Sometimes. Sometimes. Mine does. I'm not advocating for every bio dad. I I know a few bio dads that have a few issues. The same as we know that there's a few bio moms that have some issues. And there's some step parents that have some issues. And, you know, because apparently I'm the biggest hater of step parents on here, which is really, (laughs) we haven't even got to that part yet. Yeah, my laptop died. So (laughs) (laughs) you lost all your notes. Oh, just fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Like, look at us go. The most cobbled together. People will probably love it. Probably. It's just the authentic. We've got no notes and we're just speaking our truth. Mm-hmm. And I like comes. that this this would come after like the Jocelyn episode because it's close enough to Mother's mm-hmm. Day for all of this to be relatable still. So let's get back into talking about the drama in our DMs. So I read through some more. We can't share everything that this woman says because she goes really deep into some traumatic things happening to her family by bio mom and how that's affected her husband. And she repeatedly says that I have a narrow viewpoint and that I shouldn't be offering anything to stepmoms because the whole point of stepmom mental health is to talk about your experience together and and not not try to change the view. I disagree. So do I. I, and I disagree because what you're looking for is a bash session. Yeah. So maybe you should go where you can find that because my idea of stepmom community is support, validation, and growth. My viewpoint isn't narrow. Right. And it might seem that way. It's because of the work I've done. It's because I choose not to get stuck in the negative thoughts that come along with stepmoming and some we've all talked about the animosity and the jealousy and so many different emotions pick one for a different day right right they come they come you filter them and you move on is how i would like to be and i'm not always but mm-hmm. she says in her message that because she wouldn't change i was saying that she needs to work on her material she does that is the whole point all of this is our material it is and it can be good or bad it's a choice at some point I know it's not always and we can't generalize too much because she is going through a horrible situation but the fact that she can't see past it right and I have been there I have been the one with the blended family page and I was talking about all the shit that Karen was doing. I was talking about all the shit Karen 2.0 and my son's father was doing. And, you know, I have to admit at the same time, Karen 2.0 and my son's father were telling me that they didn't like the shit I was putting out there. And I was like, well, you shouldn't have fucking done it. Right. Right. Now in hindsight, I'm like, okay, you know what? My bad. 
I probably could have said it without pinpointing it was them. No one knows who they actually are, right? But they do. It, mm-hmm. You know, they know that I was talking about them. Like I could have said it in a more generalized way, but right. I didn't. And I'm trying to learn from that. And sometimes I still slip up. I am not a perfect human. And there are times where I need to vent to my people. So my mm-hmm. people is not just you and Lauren and Bex. It is the whole stepmom community. It is all of our listeners on here. Does some of the stuff I say and do go down like a bag of dicks? Fuck Yes. It goes down like a bag of fucking dicks. But at the same time, I vent about the stuff that's going on because I want insight for personal growth. Right. Which is why, like, I reached out to that other stepmom account, which we've talked about on previous episodes. I reached out to another stepmom account saying, hey, you have this unhealthy hate for biomum. Would you like my help? Like I'm starting out as a blended family coach. I'm offering free sessions to, I'm just plugging myself right here. I'm offering (laughs) free sessions in offer for testimonials while I get my business off the ground. Would you like to take my service on so that you can improve on your personal growth as I have done, as other stepmoms have done, as other bio moms have done? None of us want to live in this hate. No. It's, it's not healthy. It's not a happy place to be. And it's not a happy place for our children to be, regardless of what has been done. And that was going to be my next point. It affects everyone in your household. It does. When I lived in hate for bio mom and the situation and carried all of that, it affected my marriage horribly because my husband was already filtering it on his side. He didn't need it coming from me as well. He was trying not to carry it. He right. didn't want to carry mine too. And I still vent to my husband and I, I've got to learn to like rein in my venting and just hold it for when you and Lauren are awake. Because right. if I vent to him in the heat of the moment when things are happening, he ends up blowing up to me. He's like, I don't want to hear it. I can't change it. I don't want to hear it. Mm-hmm. Whereas I'm better off going, you know what? He doesn't need to hear my opinion on it. He knows my opinion. Him and I have the same opinion. Right. But- <laughs> But he doesn't need to hear it from me as well because that just makes him feel shitty as well. So let's let's just bitch to my girls about it. And yes, but I can bitch to you about it, but you can help me move past it. Right. And this is what we're trying to do as part of our community is help other stepmoms move past it. And even bio mums, the bio mums that have reached out to us as well because of our podcast, wanting to move past their hate for stepmom, wanting to form some sort of relationship with stepmom for the sake of the children. Yeah. This bleeds nicely into that comment thread on my TikTok over the weekend. Yes. I had posted a video on TikTok about being solo on Mother's Day Mm. and that being kind of painful. And I got a comment that said, is this satire? Why wouldn't they be with their mom on Mother's Day? And just kind of bashing my viewpoint as a stepmom. There was another one that I read as well, which I commented on, where they're like, they'd said something similar about, it gets me that you wrote this year. And it's like, Uh well, and that's when I commented, well, how about you listen to our Mother's Day episode of our podcast and you'll hear all three of us say that they should be with their mom. And you can hear Madison's full side of her story if you listen to our episode. Right. Um, because I, there, there's that generalized assumption that I've never spent Mother's Day with them before. So I don't know how many times on that video I had to comment that this is the first time in four years that I haven't had them on Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. And that was where this whole emotion was coming from of 
of all of a sudden not having them on this holiday. But this woman and I messaged back and forth 25 times Mm -hmm. and she just couldn't see where I was coming from. And I felt like I was banging my head against a brick wall, but we were making such teeny tiny progress. You were. I went back through. It was like a little bit out of order, but I like I picked up on where like some of the messages went together. Yeah, because I had to explain to her that like we I parent 50% of the time and this is someone that isn't a stepmom that I was talking to. So mm-hmm. you have to kind of introduce to the life as well that yeah. like I'm not sure what your experience has been, but my life is that 50% of the time I'm a parent. So after multiple messages and more hate, the woman ends up saying, I'm sorry, I take back my previous comment. I lost my baby and I hate the world. Mm-hmm. So I then that. that flipped the script. And then I saw her and I said, I'm so sorry that you're hurting. And we can both have these feelings. Cause then she was saying, I'm so sorry. I'm an asshole. And like sending multiple messages of apologies. And what was the one I really wanted to, Oh, she said that she looked at my page and thought, Oh wow. She's a great mom. Yeah. Because whatever wicked stepmother thought she had in her head, once she went to my page, if you looked at our daily life, you wouldn't be able to tell if I'm a bio mom or a stepmom. No, not at all. And once she saw that, it changed her entire perspective. And I read her, sorry, I was going to say, I read her comment where she said, this is just, this reiterates where the asshole moment where hurt people hurt people or something along those lines, not looking at it. But that's what she said. And it's like, but that's right. Like she was hurting. She didn't have her baby on Mother's Day. So she's having a go at you because she thinks you're this wicked stepmother. And then she went, right. Oh, crap. You're actually a really good mom to these kids, yeah. even though they're not yours. They're, they're yours. It's a beautiful but- change that like people don't actually want to live in that bitterness. No. At all. And the people that choose growth, this woman didn't have to connect with me over her her own grief but she did and it ended up being a beautiful conversation it was a beautiful conversation I went back and I read through every message because you messaged me about it and I was like I need to I need to see what all this is about and I was there was a few times I was going to jump in and I was like no Madison said that it comes good so I'm just going to wait I'm going to read every message and I went you know what I don't need to jump in there. There was just other messages that I jumped in on because I'm like, these people are being assholes for no reason. This woman's Oh, there was definitely assholes. That woman was hurting and you wouldn't have known it mm-hmm. until she honored where she was and, and gifted that to me because I was making assumptions about her as well. You were. So we have to remember that on the RHK page and on other people's pages, we are just humans. Right. I'm not Oprah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put something on the RHK page one day that like really does go down like a bag of dicks. And I'm probably going to have to apologize. And I'm not sorry about that. Well, I also want to touch on where we keep getting messages that apparently our self-care episode was all about us bashing another stepmom. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry that if as a stepmom, you saw me sharing my experiences of dealing with a high conflict stepmom as me bashing another stepmom. But the reason I share my experiences of dealing with a high conflict stepmom is to help each and every one of you not be a high conflict stepmom. And ourselves as well. Yeah. Because everything that this woman has done to me, 
I intentionally do not do to Karen Mm -hmm. because I know how she has made me feel as a mother. Right. You know, and I don't get down and I don't chase Karen down in her car and corner her and make her feel awkward. Right. There's, but you, this, uh, it's so frustrating that people will pick out just parts. I'm still not entirely convinced that that account isn't a finster for Karen yeah. 2.0, just like right. the other account, because, you know, the other account that was following the podcast when it first started and were completely trashing me on the first episode. Mm-hmm. And then we blocked them, but they're still following Lauren and other people and they've just stopped using that account. Right. Yeah. So It gets weird. You know, Karen 2.0, if this is you and you're following, I honestly want to sit down and have a cup of coffee with you. Yeah. That's all I want. I want to clear the air because none of us are perfect. And in all honesty, she should be happy with what I'm doing because what I'm doing hopefully will bring in an income which will lower her child support that her partner pays. (laughs) Full circle. (laughs) Full circle. Everyone's happy. Let me make some money, which that's another comment that we've received as well. Like, um, what was it? Imagine trying to profit off like the hurt of children and blended families or whatever. It's like, we do not profit. We do this purely because it is a passion project. We do this because we want to help other stepmoms and we want to help bio parents too. Right. It's all about community and creating that. And we don't make a single penny. We don't. Not at all. So sorry if that makes us less glamorous, but- I hope you know. it makes us more real because that's really all we are. We're not even D-list celebrities. We're like Z-list. Oh, sorry, for the American listeners, we're Z-list. I'll own that, though. I'm fine with my Z-list celebrity status. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm fine. At the end of the day, if this doesn't make us any money, at least I know that there are women out there that we have helped. And that we've connected with. We're meeting such amazing people. We and are. it's just so cool. It is. I love it. I, I made a video the other day. And I hadn't mentioned it yet, but there was another stepmom that I connected with in a Facebook group and she was new, newish to the area that I live. It's mm-hmm. away, it's a bit away from where I live, but it's close enough to where the boys go to school. So I said, Hey, I'll be your stepmom and friend. I'm down that way every other week. Let's catch up. And we caught up and we were able to talk. And she was like, Are you the one with the podcast? I'm like, Yeah, that that's me. And it just, it made me happy. Like we can be friends. We can be real friends. And that's the part, like the realness, the authentic, actual connected friendship. Right. I want it with everybody. Yeah. That's how we started. We talk every day and we live half a world away. It's possible. It is. We make it work. I talk to you more than I talk to my husband. It's like. Same girl, same. (laughs) (laughs) On Mother's Day, I was messaging you and Lauren in the car on our way to breakfast. And he's like, what are you doing on your phone? Uh, I'm I'm just talking to my girls. And he's like, which girls? I'm like, Madison and Lauren, I have a limited time of day that I can talk to them. Right. We have a window here. We need to fit in. (laughs) Exactly. It's like, I'll I'll sit up in bed and I'll wait till 9 p.m. Because then I know that you're definitely awake. And then I message you good morning. And my husband will be like, who are you messaging this late at night? I'm like, Madison. 
I know when we first became friends, it looked so sketchy. Cameron was always like, who are you messaging at one o'clock in the morning? Like if I happen to be awake or Tony, who's Tony? (laughs) Tony with an I. (laughs) Right. It's like I said to Lauren, at least when you have this baby and you're doing late night feeds, you're going to have a friend to talk to. Right. That's going to be lovely. Because she can message me anytime and I'll be awake. Yeah. What a great like outlet for her during those because those times can be super lonely in the middle of the night. Absolutely. I watched so much Netflix and I scrolled so much Instagram and I would even I'd put the TV on sometimes and I just watched like I don't know if you guys have them in the States still, but we have free to air TV here. And mm. that late at night, it's like infomercial after infomercial. I like, buy this mop, buy this face care product. It yeah. will make you beautiful. <laughs> And so many times I'd be like, oh, do I want that? Do I need that? Yeah, right. Will this product change my life? Purely because I was in sleep-deprived hysteria, feeding Mm -hmm. a baby, staring at a TV going, I think I need that mop in my life. I don't mop. My husband is the cleaner. If you've looked at my Instagram, it says that I'm a half-assed millennial homemaker because I cook, (laughs) but I do not clean. I love it. And that's my area, cleaning. Oh, pine saw, the love I have for pine saw. That made me giggle. I was just thinking that like in the middle of the night, if Lincoln wakes up and we end up making like a couch nest in the living room, we always put on cocoa melon and there's going to end up being a time where I'm in public and cocoa melon comes on and I just have like narcolepsy, like pass out. Yeah. Because it's so connected now with like middle of the night trying to get back to sleep. Yeah, I can relate to that. That'd be hilarious. You're at the park and you put cocoa melon on just to calm him. Pass and out. Like, yep. <sighs> yep, that would be me. So, well, guys, I guess that's a wrap. I know this probably isn't the episode that you were expecting, but it, I feel like it's the one that we needed. And I think it's important that sometimes we just all sit together and share space and talk. We don't yeah. always need to have a topic. This life is the topic. Absolutely. And just talking about, we still have room for guests. We're still taking applications. You don't have to have a stepmom page to come on our podcast. If you want to share your story, come on. The time difference makes it hard. Sometimes we're recording early in the morning, late at night, weekends. We make it work. Sometimes you can record with one of us, both of us, or three of us. We can make it happen. Always. So and I just want- even better, if you don't have a stepmom page and that's not your thing you can still connect to other stepmoms there are other ways and this could be a great way to spark that conversation for yourself of how to connect with other people living the same life you are absolutely and we've got a big range of a lot of topics coming up but we'll get to them in plenty of time because that's what we do yeah that's life So while we're at it, I thought I would remind everyone to join us on our Facebook group. It's slowly growing. We try to be active in there, but we're busy running the Instagram and the Facebook page. We're more than happy for you to all be conversation starters. Absolutely. And we'll hop in on your conversations. Uh, I think that's part of the fun part of RHK and what we want to build is Mm -hmm. just community in general, it doesn't need to be some dictated community by us because just like you, we have full-time jobs, our full-time homemakers, we have to make dinner. 
wake up at five in the morning to record. <laughs> right. Or stay up Hide late your, to record. Or stay up late to record. We're all over the place, just like you are. So come join life with us. And one thing's for sure, at least one of us are always awake when you comment or make a post in the group. Always. There's always at least one of us. It's the beauty of us recording from halfway across the world. Like we're a team. We're, we're mm-hmm. open 24 hours a day. <laughs> I was about to say that we're the Walmart of stepmoms and that's gross. Never mind. We don't have Walmart. We have Kmart. But the only thing open 24 hours here is McDonald's. Da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, I'm going to say see you later. Please leave us a review wherever you like to listen. I know that we're on Google, Amazon, Spotify, Apple. Join us on Facebook. Let us know what you thought and we will talk to you guys soon. Bye. Bye.